The rover landed at 2.45 a.m. on a Saturday night. I was still up, doing my crossword at the kitchen table and eating a bowl of honey nut Cheerios, when I heard a dull thump outside and saw a quick flash of yellow light through the thin curtain covering the kitchen window. The motion-sensitive floodlight in the backyard popped on, and I looked out of the window to see a huge divot in my lawn, with a chunk of sod scrunched up next to it, like a rug someone slipped on. The faintest trace of smoke rose from the hole in the ground, and I caught a small glint of metal half-buried in the soil. There was a parachute, an iridescent metallic bag limp on the grass, with thin silvery threads leading into the hole. The chute's fabric reflected back so much of the floodlight that it looked as if there were a lake of mercury in the center of my lawn. Then the floodlight clipped off, and I was left to stare out into the darkness. I have to go see it. I grabbed a cheap little flashlight and slipped into a pair of flip-flops and ducked out of the kitchen door, down the old, pebbled, perpetually wet-looking concrete steps of my cheap patio, and into the summer night, wearing nothing but my T-shirt and briefs. The landing spot was roughly ten yards from the house. Everything else in the yard, the rakes and the old bikes, and the wheelbarrow Heidi once used for planting flowers, had been there forever, still and rusted. Whatever had just landed on my property was something new in a place where nothing else was. I circled to the right of the spot and shined my flashlight on the hole to see if I could make out any more of the machine, the thing, the object, the I-don't-know-what. But I couldn't. I scanned the houses next door for lit windows, but there were only flat, dark panes. It was just me an old man alone with a hole. A shovel. I need a shovel. I struck the spade in the ground a few inches from the hole, and the damn thing nearly melted on contact. I kept the shitty flashlight between my teeth, and the beam swayed to and fro, flashing past a couple of charred crickets off to the side. I had to bite down to keep the light steady as I dug a small trench around the landing spot, stepping gingerly over the parachute threads. I was hoping to loosen the ground enough so that the soil would crumble away on its own without my hitting the thing with the shovel. With every scoop of dirt, I could get a better idea of its size, its surface, its mass. My shirt grew drenched with sweat, and I could feel my heart tumbling around in my chest like a rock being shaken in a jar. The machine I unearthed was roughly the size of a frozen turkey. It was thicker at the rear end, 
or what I assumed was its rear end, and gradually tapered to a handsome nose at the front. Along the sides, I could make out a series of bumps and ridges, all random in protrusion. A kind of alien braille, I guess. There was a basic yellow light at the front of the machine, and seams and rivets in the metal casing, not the flawless design and engineering of UFOs I saw in movies when I was a kid. I checked my watch and saw that dawn was fast approaching. This is not supposed to be here.